Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise He 
began to hear his voice, the lovely voice of God, your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life, no other voice compares, oh no. The sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of God The Spirit entered into me When He spake to me The words He spoke to me They were spirit, they were life The visions and the dreams Oh, how they turned my life around And gave a new direction for my ministry As I rose up from my knees There was a mantle now on me I have found grace for mighty words And I will never, never be the same The lovely voice of God Your tender voice revealing The mysteries of your will At the crossroads of my life No other voice The sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of God The lovely voice of God Your tender voice revealing The mysteries of your will At the crossroads of my life No other voice compares The sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of God The lovely voice of
Are you excited to be in church today? Am I in the first love church? Well, ladies and gentlemen, on this very special Prophet's Honor Sunday, I believe today will be a day full of blessings. And I believe your expectation shall not be cut off. If you can tune your mind, your heart, and your soul, your life shall never be the same again. If you're excited as I am, make some Holy Ghost noise. Clap your hands as we welcome to the pulpit Bishop Richard Aye. Let us pray. Let us pray. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you and bless your precious holy name for a blessed opportunity we have to be in church. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins and our mistakes. Thank you for giving us Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins and rose up on the third day. Thank you for such a great savior, such a Lord and a king we have in our lives, Lord. Be enthroned in our lives today, Lord. Let your will be done in this service. Visit us, Lord, through your word and through your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for a blessing and a blessed opportunity in your presence today. I give you thanks and I give you praise for everything you will do today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Say a better amen. amen. God bless you. Please take your seats. Hallelujah. Wow. Are you excited to be in church? Yes. Are you happy you're in church today? Yes. Um, well, today is the prophets and a service, isn't it? And, um, it's a special service for us worldwide to honor our pastor and our prophet hallelujah so um i'll be leading you in that towards the end of the service okay is that a good idea idea. is that a good plan plan. yes so um you want to hear a message briefly and then after that we um will flow is that a good plan Do you like good plants? Okay. God has good plants for you. So I want to continue sharing on seven great principles. Um, That's the first part of our service. We'll do the seven great principles. Then after that, we'll go into the second part of our special service today. Okay. So we have another set of seven great principles today. And... um, I feel this is the last one, actually. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think we've done about... How many have we done? What was the first one? Seven great principles of salvation. And what was the second one? Seven great principles of spiritual growth. What's the third one? 
Seven great principles of spirituality. And then fourth. Seven great principles of fruitfulness. Then number five. Wow. Seven great principles for a supernatural life. And then number six. Okay. Seven great principles for a peculiar life. And then number seven. Seven Seven great principles for a great change. I think that was last Sunday, isn't it? That was last Sunday. Seven great principles for a great change. How many of you have been blessed by these seven seven great principles? Wonderful. What's your favorite um, seven great principles? Peculiar life. How many of you like great change? How many of you like peculiar life? Wow. How many of you like supernatural life? Okay. And then what, what, what else do you like? Fruitfulness. I said before, fruitfulness. And someone likes spirituality. How many of you like spirituality? Wow. So which one is your favorite? All of them. How many of you like all of them? And if you had to choose one, how many of you have one that you change? Great change. Great change. Okay. People like great change. Seems like. Is it because it was the last one? That's why you remember. <laughs> Or do you really like great change? Like great change. There will be a great change in your life. There has to be a great change. If you are born again, there has to be a great change. There has to be a clear difference between what you were and what you are now. There has to be a great change. The change has to be distinct and clear. No, no gray areas. Did I mention gray areas last week? Yes. No gray areas. Not like you've changed, but you are not changing, and you are trying to change, and you are tempted to change, and you are making an effort. There has to be a, a difference. There has to be a difference. Sometimes you have to deliberate even do the opposite of what you used to do. From your dressing, to your talking, to your friends, everything has to be different. It's interesting that these days, I mean, people become Christians, and they want to look like unbelievers in the church. And then people think that when you look like an unbeliever, you look cool. Mm. Yeah. Instead of looking different. So you have to look a certain way, sound a certain way, come across a certain way, have some few terms and some few ways. And then it's like, yeah, you are the, um, it's as though you are the anointed one. To me, well, you are the demonized one. You will never be a demonized one. Yes. The people who rather have traces of worldliness are rather the demonized ones. But sometimes because of the lack and the absence of spirituality of some people, they, they, they seem to appear as though they are the nice guys, the cool guys, the guys that you must really move with. And then the spiritual ones are rather, rather look, um, no. They look expired, obsolete, out of date. They, I mean, like they rather look, I still, they are not, they, they don't even look impressive. And the guys who haven't experienced a great change sometimes look as if this is the one. So that's why I'm teaching you this, so your eyes will be opened to know that no, this guy, the way he talks, the way he, be, he behaves, he's an unbeliever. 
believer. No change. No great change. He's an unbeliever guy who goes to church on Sunday. He might as well watch football on Sundays. He might as well go play squash or go play some game somewhere. Those are so here, you know, when you look at his haircut and you look at his this and you look at his trainers and you look at the, the jeans he's wearing, yeah, then you look at what what else do you have to show his watch? Yeah, they, they, and then what? His what? His shape up, then his then his cap, then what his beard, yeah, the beard is like, yeah, this like this is the guy. This is a guy. This is a guy. The guy that when you sit on the train, he's fingering you on the train. Touching your buttocks. As though he's ushering you out of the door, but he's touching your buttocks. It's like this guy is, it's like, it's like he's so bold, he's so, you know. But he's the, in, the, in the faith, he's the idiot. You got an idiot, girl. You got an idiot on your shoulder. <laughs> Someone is excited. <laughs> yeah. There has to be a great change. And there's coming a great change. Yeah. So the guy with some ideas doesn't believe everything that has been preached. Let's believe that he's using um, Shakespearean quotes and quotes from Churchill and quotes from uh, Donald Trump. It's like, you know, some old, some things that, making quotes that doesn't apply to anything. Doesn't apply to anything. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, you understand. After you've heard the powerful message, then he's also preaching another message to you. You think, oh yeah, he has a, he has a mind of his own. He's a, it's, it's, this, the English word for that person is a rebel. He's a rebel. Yes, he's a rebel. He's not a cool guy. He's a rebel. He's rebellious. Hmm? You understand rebel? Yes. He's a traitor. He's a tergiversator. Yes. Yes. Because the change, salvation is real. When you are saved, when you are born again, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's, a, it's real. It's not imaginary. It's not just something that we do on Sundays. Everything about you changes. Everything about you changes. The way you talk changes. Your language changes. Your friends will change. Everything about you changes. If you are really saved. If you are really saved. Everything about you will be different. Your friends will be different. I don't even have 0.0000001.1. Do you understand? 0.0001 
percent of a friend from my from the world. There's nothing like that. All of them disappear from all. I don't know where they live. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what they look like now. I, you know, yesterday I met someone. I was at a wedding, and then someone came to introduce herself to me. First, she came. She said, Hello, and I was just staring. She said, "Don't you remember me?" I said, "No, I don't." He said, "Really?" She even said, "I officiated her wedding about twenty-three years ago." I said, she showed me the place. I said, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember anything. She said, oh, you were there. She said, oh, your wife, Linda. I said, you were all there. The wedding. I said, I don't remember. I don't. Because after the wedding, she went to her husband's church or whatever. I, I, I said, I can't remember. I said, I can't remember. I said, well, 23 or 24 years ago, said, you were there. can't remember. She tried. She tried to remind me. I, 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 said, I said, look, stop it. I can't. <laughs> she gave me her maiden name. She gave me her married name. And she gave me all the things that I can't. How much more unbeliever friends? Even when I dream, they don't appear in my dream. They don't even appear in my dreams. So it's when you still live in that world, you are here and there. The great change. It's, like, it's as though there's a big question mark on your salvation. Big one. Big one. That can't be answered till judgment day. So it looks, it looks quite, it looks quite good that you can continue like this and miss heaven. Because it's as though, it's as though you are not saved. And perhaps some of the people are not saved. Because Jesus, you know them by their fruits. Perhaps some people are not saved. If you ask me in private, what's my opinion? In private, I'll I give you my answer that I'll give in private. My answer I'll give in private is that he's not saved. He's not born again at all. At all. Hey. Okay, today seven great principles. <laughs> No, because you see, the mark of salvation is a great change. Yeah, don't, don't, don't debate it. Don't, don't say, oh, no. Don't, don't even say gradually. No, 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 no. The mark of a safe person is a great change. Great change. It's a great change. No little change. Great change. Yes, great. The, cha- the change is drastic, dramatic, distinctive it's clear. It's the difference is like day and night. That's a safe person. Day and night. This kind of new kind of believers who say, be patient with me with my problems. I, w- I won't be surprised if you are not saved. Yeah. It's just so quiet this morning, this afternoon. What, what are you thinking about? Great change. Yes. I don't want to preach great change again, but I think today I want to talk to you about seven great principles on cooperating with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
is a wawu. I think great change is a wawuzi message. Yeah. That's why you are tempting me to preach it again, but I'm controlling myself. Yeah. Because we, are, we have to see the great change in you. It has to be seen. Yeah, it has to be seen. That you are not the same. You are not like, there's nothing about you that is like as you used to be. Yeah. You've held on for too long on um, seven great principles of uh, spiritual growth. So it's like we understand I'm a baby. I'm not becoming a child. One day I'll mature. I'm a baby. Do you remember seven great principles of spiritual growth? I'm growing. I'm growing slowly. Which, which, which seven-year-old is still sucking breast? Seven-year-old with teeth. And you are still breastfeeding. Can you imagine seven-year-old Christian, ten-year-old Christian? Is it, not, is, it not like, is it not likely that he, he's def, he, he has a disability? Yes. Yeah. The mind is not working. It's not developed. There's a, there's a serious problem. Can you imagine? 15-year-old boy comes home and says, well, well, hey, Mommy, what's for lunch? I want your left breast. <laughs> I want your mommy. I want to have mommy. Ask you, what would you like to have today? I would like to have your left breast. The last time I was sucking, it was very nice. The left one tastes different from the right one. Mommy, can I have your left breast today? Left breast. The left breast seems to have spice in the milk. The 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 right one. The right one is savory. It's a sweet. The left one is savory. Savory and spicy. <laughs> Seven great principles on cooperating with the Holy Spirit. Can we start now? Yeah, yeah sure, we can start. <laughs> John chapter 14. John 14. How many of you are going to fight for a great change? (laughs) You have to fight for a great change. Some are becoming very comfortable with the no change. No change and going to church every Sunday, but no change. Yeah. No change. John chapter 14, isn't it? We said what? Seven great principles for what? Cooperating with the Holy Spirit. Are you going to cooperate with the Holy Spirit? Yes. So the Holy Spirit is one, is one of the persons, persons in your Christian life that you have to learn to relate with. You, you have to be able to relate with the Holy Spirit. And you have to improve on your relationship with the Holy Spirit. It has to improve. Because God, God gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us the Holy Spirit to communicate with us, to walk with us, to teach us, to speak to us, to 
to instruct us, to do several things for us. A Christian without the Holy Spirit is different from a Christian with the Holy Spirit. It's almost like, can I give you what, can I almost, it's almost comparable, not not exactly, almost comparable to something. Are you sure I can say it? Are you sure I should say it? Do you want me to say it? You promise me you won't be offended. You won't take offense at it. Are you sure? Are you sure? Look. Should I say it? It's not exactly the same, but I'm trying to, you know, it's almost, almost. No, I've decided not to say it. I've decided not to say it. Because see, there are some things when, when you don't have in your life, life is not over for you, but your life is different. When you don't have it. When you don't have it, when you don't grow up with it, when you don't grow up with that influence, or that thing, it's, it's like you are okay. You can pass all exams, you can get a job, you get married, you'll be okay. But it is not the same as someone who has it. Dear. That's how, the, that's how Christianity with the Holy Spirit and Christianity without the Holy Spirit are two different things. That's why perhaps, that's why perhaps it may be easy to pick out, but we are, we are not supposed, it's, it's easy, but it's very delicate and very dangerous to point out that this person is not born again. But you see, you can tell who has the spirit and who hasn't got the spirit. Because the fruits and the workings of the Holy Spirit is also clear. It's also clear. And when someone has another kind of spirit, you see from what he does that this person has another kind of spirit. John 14. I think I want verse 16. And I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. It's like someone who has lost a wife and he's being told that we pray that God will give you another wife. In fact, the word, the word used for a, a helper to describe the Holy Spirit is the same word used, is the same Greek word used to describe um, a wife, that a, a wife shall be a, a help, shall be a help meet. So it's like the role, the role of the wife is similar to the role of the Holy Spirit in a Christian's life. Yeah. So, brothers, life without a wife is is not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. So, if you if you had a wife, you you will comb your hair. Because as you are stepping out, she will tell you that oh, or you even iron your shirt. It's about you say that. Ah, look, it's your shirt. Yeah. yeah. So your shirt is not. It's not. I mean, this not. This not how to go out. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, brothers, is that wise? They are. They are. They are beard. The beard. They said they are. They are growing. We don't, we don't know. We don't, we, don't, we don't know what they've done to their family. Maybe your wife, your wife may tell you that you know what. You haven't, you, you haven't finished. You haven't finished. <laughs> you see, 
One day, <laughs> a certain brother who clears his hair himself. You know, when you, when you do that thing yourself, when you take your hair off yourself, one of, the, <laughs> one, of the, one of the things, one of the dangerous places is the back of your head. You can't see that place very well. So after you've done it, you see that there's usually a patch. You leave a patch. So he said that, what, this brother said that he did it was <laughs> when he was out. <laughs> he looked like, do you know, do you know Harry Krishnas? <laughs> Everywhere is bald. <laughs> he just has this, this is sitting behind his head. It's because he, he, didn't, he didn't have anybody. Yes. But if you have a wife, at least she'll check for you. She'll turn your head. Turn your head. Turn your head. I mean, sometimes, sometimes they, they overdo it. Like they behave, start behaving like mothers. Okay, do this part, do this, like that, you know. But at least you have somebody. Yeah, it's better to have someone than not to have anybody. Yeah, to have someone who is there. Someone who can advise, counsel, chip in, you know. Point things out. If she's a if she's a good woman, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, should, I shouldn't talk too much. If she's, if she's a good woman, yes. Yeah. If she's, if she's a good person. I don't know what you got. I don't know what you are going to get. But you will get somebody good. Amen. You will say amen. amen. Yeah, you you get you get a good person. Get someone who will help you, not someone who will destroy you. Just I'm saying that. Okay, my main point is that you can see those who have helpers and those who don't have, just from their appearance. Yes, even they say they've shaved their beard. You you wonder. Have you seen? Okay. I should say, when the trouble comes, I thought, what will be called? Yes. I came to church once, I came to say, man, it's not hot. You, were, you were, I all didn't appear. I was the one who appeared all over the world. I said that me, I should say things. I should stand there and say things. I should be saying things. Yes. I was saying that day, you were jumping around me. You, Aisha, remember, you reached the front, jumping here with me. When it went viral, you, you didn't send me a message to say, oh, Bishop, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah man's not hot here with me. When man became hot, you were cool. I pray the Father, and He shall give you another comforter that He may abide with you forever. The comforter will abide with you forever. What does verse 17 say? Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth Him not, 
neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So he's talking about the Holy Spirit that you will have. Every, every believer must have the Holy Spirit. And must believe in the Holy Spirit. And must learn. That's, that's, what, that's what we are talking about. Must learn to relate with him. Relate with him. Is that Linda? Wow. Please say hello to me today after church, okay? Please. Wherever I am, find me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. Every believer must have it. When you don't have him, doesn't say, perhaps you are like one of those brothers who don't have a good wife. Because sometimes they may have a wife, but the wife is, you know, she's like a brother. Some of us wives, they are like brothers. Only the house with them is like no different. As it was in the beginning, so it is. Yes, even though you are married. They are like, like another brother has moved in with you. Even used to be just your plates that were sitting in the sink, but now her plates are also in the sink. If it will be plates and not uh, 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 Chinese fried rice containers. You see, it's all sitting there. Hmm. Look, let me preach, okay? First John chapter 5. Is the message working so far? Cooperating cooperating with the Holy Spirit. First John 5 verse 7 says that for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. Now this verse is emphasizing and showing us the importance of the Spirit. The spirit appears in heaven and he's appeared here on earth too. So it's like he's a very, very important person. Person in your life as a Christian. He's a person. Don't, don't, th- don't think of him as something. He's a person. The Holy Spirit is a person that is with you. Because soon you'll discover that he speaks. He talks. He directs. So he's a real, real major component of your Christian life. You have to learn how to cooperate with him. How to move with him. How to work with him. How to live with him. How to live your Christian life with him. And how to live every aspect of your life with the Holy Spirit. Because you need the Holy Spirit. And you will discover, and you must discover, by the end of these seven principles I'm about to give you, that the activity of the Holy Spirit perhaps is very reduced in your life. Very, very reduced. Or, or needs, needs, to be, needs to improve. You need to improve your relationship with him. You need to work better with him. And then you'll be a better believer and a better Christian. Principle number one. The Holy Spirit, are you ready for principle number one? The Holy Spirit is here to help me 
I must cooperate with him by seeing him, knowing about him, noticing him, and talking to him. In this church we write, so don't be surprised that we are writing. The Holy Spirit is here to help me. Semicolon. I must cooperate with him by seeing him, knowing about him, noticing him, and talking to him. I think you've got it now. You've got it, isn't it? So, John chapter 14 and verse 17. John 14, let's start reading from verse 16. And I pray the Father, I give you a comforter that he may abide with you forever. And then verse 17. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. So he is not in the world. He is not with a worldly person. He is not someone who is, who is not saved. Someone who is not a believer. Someone who doesn't believe in what you believe in Jesus Christ. Because... It seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. It seeth him not. So if you're a believer, you have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit by, by seeing him. You have to be able to see. You're wondering, how do you see him, isn't it? Take your time. I'll tell you how you see him. You you have to be be able to notice him. You have to be able to know him. And you have to be able to what? Talk to him. So, seeing the Holy Spirit, you have to be able to see where he's working. Who he's working on. So one of the things you should be able, it should be easy for you to spot is an anointed person. You have to be able to spot an anointed that this person is anointed. This person is anointed. And know how to deal and relate with an anointed person. You see, somebody who knows the Holy Spirit, you can tell by how he relates with the anointed. Because he sees the Holy Spirit. He doesn't, he doesn't criticize. He won't criticize an anointed person. He won't talk about an anointed person when he's not around. He won't have negative discussions about the anointed because he knows the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. Touch not my anointed. Touch not the anointed. Touch, don't touch the anointed. But when you don't know the Holy Spirit, you don't value the Holy Spirit, you don't respect the Holy Spirit, you don't even know, you don't even know how he works and how he operates, it's easy for you to, to criticize the anointed. And then it's also easy for you to criticize, to criticize the church. So as you hear believers talking about the church, you, you, you even think they are from another faith. Uh-huh. The, you see, how can you criticize the church and then expect God to pick you up and to use you mightily in the church? 
Because people who criticize the church have all these fantastic ideas of what they, how they think the church should run. What they think should be done in the church. They have all these fantastic, wonderful ideas, clever sayings and clever things. But they are all like commentators on the side. Won't lift a finger to do anything. Can't follow instruction. Can't follow leadership. But if you criticize the church, do you know the church? The church, the church is that body. That body, institution, group of people that a man called Saul was persecuting. Last week we read about him. He was persecuting them heavily, strongly. And then he met Jesus. And Jesus said, Jesus said, I am the one you are persecuting. I am the one. You think it's that body. You think it's that group of people who meet in Grange, Grange City Hotel or that group of people who meet here, that loud group of people who shout. You think it's that group of people who wear yellow, um, red hoodies, yellow hoodies. You think it's that group of people that are young and they're like this. You think, you see, when you're talking, you feel, you feel you're just talking to a, a bunch of, you're talking about a bunch of people. But if Jesus is to appear to you, you tell them, I am the one you are talking about. I am the one you are talking about. If I talk about your, your head, am I not talking about you? If I say, look at your tummy. Look at your, look at, look at, look at your stomach. Am I not talking about you? If I see you and I start laughing, you used to have hair. Where is your hair? <laughs> if I say, ah. Why do you why do you walk why do you walk why do you walk like 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 a like like a sparrow? Am I not talking about you? The Bible says that the church is the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Yes. When you talk about the church, you are talking about Christ. Christ whom you claim. Hypocrite. You claim you love God. You love Christ. You're a hypocrite. You're a liar. You don't even you, you you are not even worth entertaining because you know nothing you you lack understanding in even the fundamentals of spiritual things you don't understand a church a church somewhere somebody's church somewhere look away just look away just look away. I saw somebody preaching the other day on one of these social media sites. I, 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 as I was looking at it, I realized that ideas were about to form in my head. I just, I just changed and went to Facebook to look at the faces of my friends. On Facebook. I said, it's safer. Yes, it was safer for me to look at the faces of my friends and their new pictures they've posted than what somebody is doing because I don't understand what he's doing. Before I start, because I, I, I could tell that ideas were forming. And I said, these ideas, I will not let it form. I, I, I went out quickly. I just went, Facebook, because I don't have anything to do. If I'm bored and I don't have it, let me find something to do. I said, Facebook, let me look at my friends. Let me look at their friends. Okay, this one is here. This one is here. This one has updated their profile. This one is like, yes, it's, it's far, far safer, far. I'm going to comment about a church. You see, because at every level of your life, every level, every age of your life, 
there's always a whole lot of things that you don't know. Yeah. Every time you just a whole lot of things that you don't know. You only understand up to when I was 15 years, I, also, I only understood up to the things that I understood at 15. I understand more things. I understand things far more now. But still, I know that there are a lot of things that I don't understand. Before I became a pastor, I was a Christian, zealous Christian, zealous. I've always been a zealous Christian. I've never been a cool, a cool, the cool type, you know, cool. Cool, I mean, I have a cool personality. But when it gets to Christianity that we are serving God, I've never been a cool person. But I could, there, I, I can tell you now that there are a lot of things I didn't know. Even though I looked and appeared like I know everything. But there are a lot of things I didn't know. Now I know a lot of things I don't know. Even people who have experienced me pastoring 20 years ago, when they experience me today, they tell me that you are different. I said, yeah, because I've learned more. I've learned more. I know more things now. I can't afford to be the same. You also can't afford to be the same. This, this, this morning, this morning, I saw, some, I saw somebody preaching somewhere. I stumbled into somebody's preaching. Because I, I, lo- I like to see preaching. You see, when he was preaching, initially when I saw I thought he was giving a prayer topic. Because I saw people standing. And I remembered him preaching in London. And he said that. I, I always remember his statement. He said that when he's preaching, don't shout. Don't even say amen. Don't shout preach. He said because you confuse him. No, 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 no. no. Understand what I'm saying. Because it's like that's his style. He's like, he's like a teacher. I was, I was preaching in a church in uh, Europe once. Uh, I was with some of uh, my pastors and things. And they were shouting, preach. One of the uh, ladies in, that, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the church got up and came to them that, can they please keep quiet so that they can concentrate on the preaching? Yes. So can they please keep quiet so they can concentrate on the preaching? So after they said, I actually asked her that, what she come in? Because afterwards, you people look very, you look very subdued. So I was wondering, what happened? They said, no, they told us that, they told us they need to concentrate on what I said. Because what I'm saying is very important. But the noises of the amen and the things is, is disturbing them. So this pastor said, he said in London, he was preaching in London when he made that statement. He said, because uh, if you know uh, Bishop Jakes, Bishop Jakes had just preached before he came to preach. So when Bishop Jakes is preaching, you know Bishop Jakes when he's preaching. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Yeah, I mean, it's like everything is on fire. So he was saying to say that he is not like Bishop Jakes. He hasn't got that gift. So when he said, when he is talking, everybody should be, because everybody was, as he was giving, it's almost like a lecture. But he was preaching powerfully. Today I saw him. His church were up. Shouting, amen. I actually heard somebody shout, preach. <laughs> you see, the only thing I learned is that he's learned something. He's learned something. He must have, he, he must have added because from 10 years ago or whatever years ago that I heard him saying that when I'm preaching, nobody should talk. He, he has moved on. He has moved on. He has learned that look. When people are shouting, not because they are mad or they are disrupting you. 
The Bible says that when the spirit entered into, into me and I say, set me upon my feet, set me up. When you're hearing preacher, you hear a revelation. It sets you on your feet. Yes. So, you have to be able to see the spirit. See the church. The church is the body of Christ. Don't criticize the church. Don't talk about things you don't. Don't, don't talk. It's because you will sound like a fool. When you say everything you know now, you sound, tomorrow you will be see that you are a fool. Yes, by tomorrow you see that no, I shouldn't have said what I said yesterday. I shouldn't have reacted that way. I, I, I spoke too much. I said too many things. Just by tomorrow, you will discover that no, I didn't understand everything. I, didn't, I actually didn't understand everything. See the spirit, see the anointed, see where God is moving, see where God is moving, see his patterns. See what he's doing. See that God is using this person. He may not be using you or you may not choose that person. But see that God is using this person. Notice the Holy Spirit. Notice him. Notice him. Notice him. Notice him. Notice him. Notice him. Huh. A couple of weeks ago, I had, I, had, I had a meeting. I had a meeting with a group of people. In that meeting, as I was talking... I felt I heard the voice of the spirits almost, almost correcting me in the thing that I'm fighting. That don't fight this thing. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Accept what you have. Accept what God has given to you. Use the people that God has given to you. Don't force, because it's like, almost like I prefer, it's like, I, because as I was talking, it's like I prefer, I prefer them, the people that was, it's like I prefer them to some others. Yes, but as I was talking, so there, there I said to them in the meeting, this is the last time I'll talk about this. I will not talk about it again. This is the last time. This is the, I said to them, this is the, and the reason why I said this is the last time I'll say, because it's like, I had to, I had to apply the brakes that accept what God has given to you. Don't despise what, you see, I have to see the spirit and know the spirit. Don't choose. Like it's like, I can't choose what I want. I have to accept what God has given to me and what is working. Not many days after I was talking to Bishop and I asked him a certain question. Quite similar, quite related. He just said to me, he just said to me, follow the patterns. Follow the pattern. Do you understand pattern? P-A-T-T-E-R-N. Follow the, in other words, follow the flow. When you see God moving like this, move like that. When you see God moving like, like that, start doing that. That was, that was his response. He said, follow the pattern. Follow it. Know the spirit. Know what the spirit is doing. Know what the spirit is saying. See him. Notice him. And talk to him. You can talk to him. Speak to the Holy Spirit. It's not hallucinations. You can speak to the Holy Spirit. He'll speak to you. He'll respond. But see him. You see, it's important to see him. Because if you can't see him, you see, one of the things is when you can't see him. When you can't see that there, there. Look, Jesus said, I see my father working and I work. I see, he said, I see it. I see my father is working here, then I work. 
I go where my father is. I go where he's moving already. There's no, there's no, there's no in, in raising, in raising dead dogs. People who are dead, rebellious, disinterested, constantly backsliding, with attitudes and things. It's like you are determined that you want to resurrect this dead. Pe- no, no, no. See, see who is alive. Usually, the person who is alive, perhaps you won't choose the person. Usually, the person maybe because of, a, of the gender, because of whatever you feel that no, these, these are the people that I must be. This is the one. But there, God said, No, I am here. I am here. A person who sees the spirit will move from here and say, God is here. Let me go here. Let me go here and be here. Let me stay. He said, I see. I see my father working. I see him. I do what I see him doing. When I see, I do. No one in the place that is dead. No life. No life. No life. There are people that I have chosen before. And I discovered, no, they won't choose me. Do you understand? I'm choosing them. They won't choose me. They won't choose to be with me. They won't choose to work with me. And they won't choose what I choose. I struggle for a while. After a while, I said, no, 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 no. no. I have to see the person who has chosen me. How do you marry someone who says, I don't want to marry you? I mean, mean, are you going to put a secret gun? And I say, come on, move. Move. No, you, I can't marry you. Secret gun. I've put a secret gun. I said, move, move. Now we've reached the altar. I have to hide the gun a while. Then the priest is now asking us, will you take this man to be thy wedded husband? And then she's not talking. I have to put it in. Everybody would think that I'm deaf. Say yes. Yes. No, say I do. I do. The person doesn't like me. Doesn't want me. Won't choose what I choose. Won't do what I say. Won't do it the way I wish she won't. I can't put a gun to head. I can't. I can't put a gun. I have to look for the person who naturally likes me. Naturally. Sit down. The person who naturally likes me. If I don't even get the person runs to me and gives me a hug. Yes. You have to choose that one. But maybe she's shorter. I want a taller one. Maybe she's smaller. I want one with um, buxom majesties. But the functional, you see, the thing that will function and work is here. It's here. This is what will work. This is the working one. This is the one that will do everything I want smooth. I mean, this this is the practical, real one. But I want the other one. Who's nice. Taller. You know? Yeah. The one that when we pass by, when I look behind, I'll see that mm, they are looking at her. Then I'll say to them, hey, what are you looking at? Yes. Follow the patterns. Follow the patterns. Follow the patterns. We church know that God has brought you to the church. Don't tell them, well, this is not my church. Who told this is not your church? This is your church. Where is your church? Where is your church? Where is your home? This is it. This is it. This is it. God has brought you home. Giving you a church. Giving you a pastor. Giving you a place where you are fed. 
a place where the message is preached, you can understand. See, see the Holy Spirit. See him, see him, see him, see him. There are people who want to be in places that nobody knows them, so they can, they can do anything they want. They people want places that nobody knows anything about them. You see, when, when I preach, when I, when I preach, how many, how many of you can relate with the message? Put your hands on, let me ask you. When I preach, you even feel that you are the one I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Then you are home. Then you are home. What, what else do you want? Where else do you want to go? When, you, when your mother is talking about you in the house, don't you know that it's you? Yes. Do you want to move to the neighbor's house when, when they are talking? It's, like, it's, not, it's not you. It's not me. How, how will you do well? You need to be in the house, in the home, the home, the family you belong in. When you are, you are being spoken to, you know it's you. you know, because you know you are different from your sister. So that's why it's not your sister's problem. It's your problem. So when you come here, when you come here, you see, how many of you have come, you felt this one, it's you, it is you. Uh-huh, it was you. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who else you want me to talk to. It was you. Anytime you thought it was you, it was you. Yes. So cooperate with him by seeing him, knowing about him, and noticing him, and then talking to him. Notice him. Notice him. Know that God is moving. Say, God, God is moving here. God is moving. God is moving in the church. A lot of young people are getting saved. God is moving. It is the Holy Spirit. Don't say, oh, the, the, I'm, I'm, used to, I'm used to my mother's church. The examples here are too raw. No, your, your mother's church. You see, when they were talking about these things to your mother, you were not born. Mm. Now they have to discuss with your mother about her mortgages and her um, other things. Number two, the Holy Spirit is here to help me. All the beginnings are standard. I must cooperate with him by noticing the things he is teaching me. Because the Holy Spirit will be teaching. He'll be teaching you. John 14 verse 26. You must notice the things he's teaching you. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he, he, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. He will teach you all things. So the Holy Spirit teaches and teaches on every topic. Every topic. So cooperate with him by noticing the things he's teaching you. When he starts, no, the Holy Spirit is teaching me something. He's teaching me something. He's teaching me something. Like I said, I was in a meeting and I realized there, there, there and then the Holy Spirit was teaching me that, you know, you are twisting my hand. You are twisting my hand. You are, it's, almost, it's almost like I'm about to go out of the ways of God. It's like, this is what God is doing. And I'm forcing something else. Forcing something else. So it's like, stop, stop this discussion. 
Stop the discussion. Stop talking. Stop talking. Allow the work of the Holy Spirit to continue. Don't choose, don't choose what you think is nice. Don't. Choose what the Holy Spirit is choosing for you. He'll teach you, he'll, he'll teach you all things. Everything. Teach you how to handle your finances. Have you come to the head about uh, uh, money, how to handle your money? Yes. He'll teach you on everything. Don't say, oh no, he'll just teach me how to pray. Church is not just about how to pray. Even how to dress. You come to church, you see that, that's what's going on. It's about how, to, how you dress. It's about how you talk. You see, you can't say it's teaching you how not to be rude because it's like you are so rude. You are even used to rudeness. You even feel being being rude is a nice thing because wherever you are coming from, the rudeness is not being corrected. You are just so that who asked for this? As for this, our child, he's very rude. So that's it. You are you are so happy that you are rude. It's like you are so happy that you are rude. <laughs> I know I'm rude because your mother has been told you, you you are rude. So it's like you feel you you are rude means it's like it's the same as you you are fair. <laughs> oh, you you are stubborn. You you see stubbornness stubbornness as beauty. Oh, what's for this, my child? He's very stubborn. Then you feel that oh yeah, I'm very very stubborn because it's as though it's as though. Oh, what's for this, my child? She's very intelligent. So you, you, take, you take stubbornness and rudeness to sound like intelligence, fairness, height. It's like, it's like, it's like a compliment. Yes. So you bring it into the faith and announce something that you should be ashamed of. It's disgraceful to be described. It is, it is unspiritual to be described as a stubborn person. Bible says that it's like idolatry. <laughs> Holy Spirit will teach you. And when he's teaching you, may you have a soft heart to give in quickly. Don't be stubborn. Don't fight. Don't resist. He said, don't oppose the promptings and the teachings of the Holy Spirit. Because he'll teach you. He'll teach you a lot of things. He'll teach you a lot of things. There are a lot of things he'll teach you. He'll teach you who to marry and who he shouldn't marry. He'll teach you. You will hear him every Sunday after. Don't say that. Don't say that Bishop doesn't want you to marry somebody. <laughs> Look, Bishop, Mr. Bishop, Mr. Bishop married over 20 years ago. Yes. I mean, he won't live in, he may not even visit you in your house. You'll be there, but you, you will be there. Think about it. What difference will it make to him? From the world, you are used to choosing buttocks. So now in the church, you are learning that, oh, apparently all the buttockses have character. And their personalities. It's not just, it's not just, it's not just something that you experience for a night. Or the night that you feel like you go experience and you go away. This one, you are living with it. So you are not living, you are just not living with that side. You are living with the whole being. So when you are, when he's, you come to and you are learning new things, you see the new things are usually difficult to swallow. 
only who avoid counseling. That you feel you, you know enough and you know everything already. You feel you know everything. Yeah, you know nothing. You know nothing. Can't you see that you don't know anything? Look, if you know, do you know who knows? Who, the person who knows is the person who has. Should I explain now? If, if, <laughs> if I was an American preacher, but now I'd be shouting, you're not getting me. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Look, if you are, if, if, if you know about anointing, you will be anointed. And you will be doing what the anointed does. Yes. You'll be preaching. Paul said, woe is me if I preach on the gospel. You, can, you cannot be anointed and sit still and sit quietly. The fact that you can even sit quietly and inactive, down, switch, means that you are not anointed. You don't have the Holy Spirit. You don't have him in you. No, 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 no. You don't have him. You don't have him. You do not have him. If you had him, you'd be on fire. You'd be on the move. That you are sitting there coolly. You're, I mean, you are cool, resigned. Unless you're a wicked person. Yeah. Which pilot will be on board and the plane is going down and his life is included? He won't get up and go and save the plane. Unless he's wicked. Or he's suicidal. Just like, let's all die. But if you can do something, I mean, all accidents and things that happen around. Have you not seen when there is someone who has a little bit of knowledge, even someone who has first aid experience, have not seen how they can get out of their car and then they start running. Even the way they move tells you that this person is trained. Because someone who is not trained usually takes out their phone and they look and say, hello. But the trained ones, they run. Even if it's from here to here, they run. They run because they, they, need, they, need, they, need, they need that jolt of adrenaline. To, help, to get to work. They run. They don't walk. They don't, they don't even take out their phone and make calls. They run and seek, what can I do? I say, you have the Holy Spirit. I say, you have the Holy Spirit. You're criticizing those devils. That's demons. Anyway, he'll teach you all things. He'll teach you about marriage. He'll teach you about your finances. Yeah. He'll teach you. I mean, he'll teach you about prayer. Anytime you are reading your Bible and understanding starts flowing, it means the teacher has come. The teacher is there. The teacher is around. The teacher, the teacher is hanging around. Yeah. Anytime you are praying and you start getting things to pray about, the teacher has come to to your prayer meeting. The teacher is there. The teacher has taken over. He's leading you. He will teach you all things. 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 He's your teacher. Allow him to teach you. Are you going to allow him to teach you? Yes, allow him to teach you. Principle number three. How 
many of you are really going to allow the Holy Spirit to be your teacher? Yeah. Be teachable. Teach you to read your Bible. Wow. The Holy Spirit is here to help me. Principle number three. I must cooperate with him by noticing the things he is reminding me of. Same verse you see it. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. When some things become repetitive, it means the Holy Spirit is reminding you of it. When you can't shake it off, you can't shake it off. He's reminding you. He's reminding you. Because it's human nature to forget. Human beings, you can really forget, eh? The master key to loyalty is remembrance. Therefore, the master key to, remember, to, to disloyalty is forgetfulness. Those who forget, there's a book on it. Those who forget. Those who forget are very dangerous people. People who can remember anything. The reason why you can fight your mom, fight your dad, is because you have forgotten about everything. Even if they've never done anything for you before, they gave you a name. Remember, remember that the name that you are called by or remember the beauty that you have, your face, the beauty that you have came from somewhere. If you, can, if you care to remember, it will calm you down. Now, even if he hasn't done anything, he gave me my looks. The hair, the hair you have, when you see, when you see that, you say, ah, that's daddy's hair. That's mommy's hair. If you can remember, you do well. If you can remember. If you can remember things. You have to be able to remember things. You have to remember things. Yeah. Remember things. And the Holy Spirit will remind you the repetitive nature of some topics, some information that keeps coming to you. It's the Holy Spirit at work. It's the Holy Spirit that is reminding you. Do this. Do this. Somebody's like, pray. Yeah, I'm tired. Pray. Then comes to me, pray. It's like, oh, I'm hungry. You finish eating. Pray. This. You see, it's, it's like something keeps prompting. The promptings. The promptings. The promptings. It's a reminder. May you never be forgetful. Amen. Yeah, forgetful people. I find forgetful people very dangerous people. Because they actually are. And they forget. They forget everything that has ever been done. It's their business. It's a dangerous place. That's what the Holy Spirit will remind you. He will remind you. He will tell you. Do you remember this? Do you remember? Do you remember this? Do you remember the messages that have been preached? Do you remember? It will help you to notice them. You will notice that the Holy Spirit is there. Do you remember the counseling? Do you remember the prayer? Do you remember you've been prayed for? Do you remember this has happened to you? Do you remember this? Do you remember you have to do this? You have to, you are forgotten to do this. You have to do this. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit. Things that keep occurring to you is the Holy Spirit at work in you. Principle number four. The Holy Spirit is here to help me. I must cooperate with him by noticing the things he is making me know. 
noticing the things he's making me know. First John chapter 2. Verse 20. Now you have to notice the things he is making. He's, like, he's forcing you to know. First John 2.20 But ye have an unction. Unction is another name for anointing and the Holy Spirit. You have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. You see, a summary, maybe, perhaps, a summary of cooperating with the Holy Spirit will be seeing and knowing. Seeing and knowing things. You, you, you discover that you know things, but you can't explain why you know it. You can't explain it. You know things. When you see someone who, who is increasing in his knowledge of the Holy Spirit and cooperating with the Holy Spirit, you see that he says things, but he can't explain what he's saying. He can't easily explain, but he knows it. And he knows, he knows, he knows what he's feeling or what he's sensing or what he's discerning is accurate. But it's like knowing without a reason. Sometimes you know with a reason. I was telling someone this morning that I gave, I gave someone a list about some people. I said, all these people, I told them some things. All of them went against what I said. And I said, all of them, what I told them was not, was not um, word of knowledge. Do you understand? It's not, it's not like I was there and I dissent. I didn't have a reason. I said, all of them, I had a reason. And all of them, the reasons that I gave them has been fulfilled. All I said, this one, I told this one, don't do, do this, and then this will be like that. All of them, all, all six or whatever names I gave, all of them, whatever I said. But that one, that one, I can tell you, I can tell you for free. It's not prophetism or word of, it's facts. It's facts. It's facts that is a bit cold out there. It's a fact. I don't need, I don't need word of knowledge. But then there are other things. There are other things that can be said. Don't do this. Or do this. That one doesn't come with explanation. There the unction is at work. That one the unction is there. That one the unction is there. That one the unction is there. You see, there, there's common sense. There's common sense. Common, common sense. There's common sense that tells you certain things that if you jump from the top of a building and you fall down, you will die. It's common sense. Those, those are the examples I was given. I was just appealing to, the, to, to reasoning with the people that I was dealing with. I was just appealing to, to common sense. Don't you sense, use your sense. When you do this, this is what you have. Just sense. But then there's another type. Can you see the difference? There's another type that you know without reason. You don't, you don't have a reason to think that way. And then the person who knows all things, the Holy Spirit, will cause you to know. He 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 will give you that. He will give you that information. He will give you that information. He will give it to you. He will give it to you. It's that, it's, that one is that, it's like magic. That's what you tell you. That's what you feel. You say, I felt something telling me not to go here. Aha. Uh-huh. 
And then you don't go there. And then something happens there. They said, something told me not to go there. It's the unction. From today, you know what it's called. It's the unction. Don't call it intuition. It's the unction from the Holy One, from the Holy Spirit. And he will know all things. She will know all things. When you decrease and increase your relationship with him, you will know all things. You will know a lot of things. You will know a lot of things. There are a lot of things. There are a lot of things about, about things that you don't know. Especially because you are young, I can talk to you more about relationships. There are a lot of things about people that you don't know. And you need, you see, when, when you defy counseling, when you defy common sense, because somebody will tell you. Someone will tell you. Someone like me, if you are close to me, I'll tell you. I'll tell you for free. I won't charge you. I'll tell you. <laughs> it, will not, it will not even cost our relationship. I'll still be your friend. I'll even attend the wedding. I'll even officiate the wedding. But you know my mind. But sometimes we don't know everything. So it's the unction I will tell you that though she looks beautiful, she's not the one. Something will tell you. And then the one that doesn't look as beautiful as that one the Holy Spirit will seem to be saying, that is the one. Yes. Yes. That's why we now see the difference between a spiritual person and someone who is not so spiritual. Because we all can see. We, we are, I'm if you can see when somebody is beautiful. You can see. Please, lift up your hand so I can see that you are, you are, you are, not, you are weak. So the way the message is, it's like you can't shout much. I can't, tell, I can't tell who is awake, who is asleep, and who is dead. These are the only opportunities I can use to tell who is awake and who is dead. Yes. How many of you can see a beautiful person? You can see. What about a handsome guy? How many can see a handsome guy? Yes. You can say the guy is handsome, isn't it? Yes, when you see, you know that, mm, this guy, this guy, if I can combine with him, our babies will be very. Uh-huh. One day, a certain sister who was chasing somebody's beloved. And I kept telling her that look, this is some this is for somebody. She said I shouldn't talk. I'm not God. So one day I asked her, What is it that you like about this guy? She said, his curly hair. She said, I want my babies to have curly hair. My babies, they will have curly hair. Look, curly hair can make you marry a wizard. Curly hair, you're following curly hair. Curly hair. So when, it's, when the Holy Spirit starts speaking to you about what you don't know, what you don't know, Cooperate with him. Cooperate with him. He's saving your life. Your life is being saved. Your life is being saved from something. Your life is being saved. <laughs> Principle number five. The Holy Spirit is here to help me. I must cooperate with him by noticing the convictions that I have from him. Hmm. 
convictions. Is he a Christian? A Christian with the Holy Spirit is like a is like a car with sat nav. You gain you gain direction without knowing where you are going. Yes. You receive direction without knowing where you are going. It's like a phone with Google Maps. As soon as you are lost, you just go Google Maps. I mean, initially it will mess you up for a couple of minutes and then, but eventually you'll find your way. How many of you have been confused by Google Maps? Ah, so I'm not alone. I've always felt it's me. So when I'm, I'm somewhere and I get lost when it comes on, I usually stay for a, a, a few, I stay a bit so that it will, it will align its thoughts. And I, I've always felt that I'm the one who doesn't know how to use it. A few people who use it, they use it by faith. It's like, okay, it says right. And then they'll boldly say, no, it's this way. <laughs> it happens to you too. Yeah, but the Holy Spirit is not like that. He won't say left, then he will say right. I'm still emphasizing that you will know things. Yes, that's the GPS in you. It's like a sat nav. It's like, have you watched this uh, National Geographic documentary, Migrations? If you watch Migrations, you see crabs. Or if you visit Jamaica in some seasons, you see crabs migrating. <laughs> yeah. Those of you who, are, who even are from there, you haven't seen it before. You should go and see. You see crabs. Do Jamaicans eat crabs? Okay. All right. No problem. No problem. It's not. It's not an argument. <laughs> you see crabs migrating. Crabs migrating. You don't even know where they are going. They are like from the. They are like from the inner city, and you see them moving. They are moving towards the ocean, and you wonder who told them where the ocean is. Who told them where the ocean is? Who told them this is the direction? But they are moving there. They are moving there to go and, to go and mate and give birth. To go and lay their eggs and do whatever they, they have to do. You see them moving. La- a sea. You see a sea of crabs moving. moving. Some will die on the way because they have to cross the road. They cross roads. And you ask yourself, who, who told them the way to the beach? But they know their way to the beach. They know their way to the beach. They know the way to the beach. Yeah. They just move something in them. When you don't have the Holy Spirit, that's why you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you have so many guessworks in your life. Guesswork. 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 Stubbornness. Unyielding. The Holy Spirit is telling you, don't. Say, I will do. Convincing yourself, it is right. I will do. You don't have the Holy Spirit. You don't have him. But you have him from today. And you cooperate with him. Conviction, conviction. Conviction was which verse? John. John 16, verse 8. NASB, please. NASB. And he, when he comes, will convict the world. One of the words of Holy Spirit is conviction. Have you someone with a conviction before? 
There's passion for something. Relentless. And yielding. You see someone say, saying that this is what it is. It is this. And won't change his mind. That's a conviction. We must do so winning. And won't, and won't change his mind. Won't prefer convention, oil pouring, this. Not like that, but it's like this one is more important. That's a conviction. That's somebody with the Holy Spirit. Because if you have the Holy Spirit, he will convict you on the right things. Amen. You know, sometimes you have, sometimes you have misguided zeal. You have convictions and passion for wrong things. Conviction for ACS. I mean, it's like, it's, it's like God, ACS, you don't have time for church. You don't have time for God. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an unfortunate calling. <laughs> yeah. I have people here who are presidents. I can call them to come and give you speeches if you want. Yeah. But it's like a misguided. You see, people, people have zeal for different things. And not, if, the, if you get the Holy Spirit, you see your zeal. You see, you see top, of, top of the list, salvation. That's, that's where missions will kick in. You see missions. Missions. Not, not titles or posts or ranks. You see missions. Because the person is, has a conviction to save souls. And he said, there are souls on, in other places. There are souls in other countries. There are souls on other islands. There are souls that must be saved. Souls that must be won. That's, that's somebody with the Holy Spirit and therefore with a conviction. He has a conviction. Don't just have a conviction to marry somebody. It's like this girl or I die. And don't only talk about the Holy Spirit when you want to leave a church or you want to misbehave. That's the only time you have heard from the Holy Spirit. I feel the Spirit telling me, you've been on all this, but the Holy Spirit never told you to join the choir. The first time you got a phone call from the Holy Spirit, he says that you should go somewhere. What do you mean? By the way, I'm campaigning for more people to join the choir. Okay, so... If, if you are the person you haven't joined yet, join this afternoon, okay? Yes, please. Yeah. The choir is the place to be in, in October. You have to be in the choir. Yes. If you are not in the choir, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't want to say you, you haven't heard from the spirit, but I did. So please, if you are going to join the choir, please see Marcella. Can you stand up? Please see her at the end of the service. The choir is a place to be, yes. You will sing beautifully like her. Yes. Yes. The, yeah, the choir is a place to be. Yes, it's a place to be. Yes. So all of you are undecided. All the undecided voters. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you. The choir. Yes. You've been praying. Well, what should I do? I really like the church. I don't know what to do yet. I've not been doing anything yet. I want something to do. Your prayer has been answered. God yet answered your prayer. Yes. Join the choir. Sing with the choir. Yes. So strong convictions are from the Holy Spirit, and not 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 just negative things or bad things. 
have a conviction to leave the church. I, I think, I think it's a demon. Yes, because God is not the author of confusion. Yeah. He will not plan somewhere, then come and approach you and say, hey, I'm taking you out. No, I think it's a demon speaking. Strong conviction is, I'll be in the choir. I'll sing for Jesus. I'll sing for Jesus. I'll sing for Jesus. I'll do outreach. I'm going, I'm going on missions. I'm on missions. I want to be a missionary. I want to be a candle in the dark. I feel this is my calling. I'm waiting to graduate. I'm waiting. You see, I keep keep saying, maybe you just came. I keep saying to all the people who tell me that don't go on mission. I tell them that my usual response is that those who will go have gone. So if you know you are called, you better be there. And stop having meetings. Stop having meetings. Stop calling for meetings and inviting me for meetings. And discussions. No, so they are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't invite me for meetings. Don't, don't be asking. There's nothing to ask about missions. The only thing to ask about is the price of a ticket and go. There's, not, there's, not, there's no discussion. What discussion is there to discuss? When you're getting a beloved, did you even ask a question? Something as dangerous as a beloved, you didn't even ask any question. You just followed. Just follow the rate of your heartbeat. I say, yes, I'm in, I'm in love. This is love. This is, this is love. And also don't use missions to blackmail me. When you've done something wrong, don't say, I am bishop, but I, I, want, I, I wanted you to know that I'm going on missions. So don't, no, God. Don't, don't, don't. Don't bribe me. Don't bribe me with that word. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll, I'll sit in my house and I'll laugh at you. The first time you mention mission is when you, you feel that I'm, you're about to receive a rebuke. You say, Bishop, you know, um, I really, I have a strong calling and a strong desire to go on mission. So what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I was born in a night, on a Sunday night too. My mother tells me, my mother tells me, I was born on a Sunday night, 11.30 p.m. Yes, but it wasn't, it's not going to be today. <laughs> it's not going to be today. Many years ago, yeah. Years ago, I was born on a Sunday night. I was born at 11:30 p.m. I was almost born on a Monday. God forbid. But I I arrived on Sunday. I'm ready to arrive. (laughs) Look, if you don't stop laughing, we can move on to principle number six. Principle number six. How many of you were born on Mondays? You're beautiful people. (laughs) How many of you were born on a Sunday? You are the best. (laughs) Look, if you want to go on a Sunday, you can go back into your mother's womb and be born again. Or just decide to be born again on Sunday. Then you are born on Sunday. Yes. Principle number six. How many of you are going to follow your convictions? When you feel, you know, this is it. It's not natural. It's not natural. It's natural for a man to like a woman and for a woman to like a man. 
it's not, those are natural feelings. But I'm talking about things that are not natural. It's natural to migrate from Africa, Caribbean, wherever, into London, into Europe. It's, it's natural. It's not even by revelation. It's natural. Because it's called greener pastures. Greener pastures. Greener. The pasture is green. <laughs> yes. But it is not natural to move, to move from here. And go back to the Caribbean or go to Africa. It's not natural. It's not natural. Yes. One of the brothers who was consecrated recently. I mean, a few, a few of the brothers who have become bishops. They, they used to live here. They used to live here. But one or one particular one, I remember he was he was in London. He was in London. He was with me in the church. He used to he used to pray all nights in my house every Friday. Yeah, every Friday to pray all night. Because I'll be asleep upstairs. His duty was to pray. Yes. I'll be in the arms of my wife upstairs. And he'll be speaking in tongues downstairs. I'll hear him praying there. I'll hear them. There are three of them. I'll hear them pray. All of them are becoming bishops. One of them was consecrated. But you see, he moved from here and went to a town in Africa. Not a city, a town. Almost a village. It's not natural. It comes from a conviction. It comes from a conviction. But he's, 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 he's better off than a lot of people that I know who never went anywhere. Far better off. But you will never know till you respond to the conviction. You see, following the Holy Spirit reveals, reveals that beautiful will of God of your life. The, a beautiful picture of your life unfolds. Unfolds, which you will never know and never see when you are out of his will. But you need to follow the conviction. You become great. Amen. The Holy Spirit is here, principle number six, to help me. I must cooperate with him by noticing the things of the future that he is speaking to me about. Things of the future. John 16, 13. How be the spirit of truth is come. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear. That shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Yeah. When you have the Holy Spirit. You have visions. You have dreams. Yeah. Show you things of the future things of the future will be shown to you. And then finally, the Holy Spirit is here to help me. I must cooperate with him by learning how to be guided into the truth. Hmm. Do you see that John 16, 13? He will guide you into all truth. John 8, 32 said that you shall know the truth. One of the important things of your life is to walk in the truth and to know the truth. Not right and wrong. Truth. Truth. What is true? What is real? Without switching off or pretending like you haven't heard and you don't know. Truth. The Bible, the Bible describes the Holy Spirit as, as the spirit of truth. 
when he the spirit of truth. Truth, truth is one of the is one of the greatest virtues a Christian must have. To be able to speak the truth, say the truth, and accept the truth. Because a lot of people lie. A lot of people lie. When you ask them questions, say, you see, even when you can't even when you can't volunteer the truth, when you ask questions, say the truth. Don't lie. Don't lie. My scariest experience as a pastor, and I've been pastoring for some years, not for a long time, but for some years now, at least a couple of decades. My scariest experience I I had, and I have had, and it's still the reigning scariest experience, was a lie. A lie that someone said to me over a period of about six weeks. Because I kept asking, and the person kept coming up with a new story. Look, the day, the day this person admitted to the truth, I was scared. I was trembling. I was shaking. I said, no, it's not possible. Because, you see, I, you see it got to a point that now I, accept, I, accepted, I accepted the lie. I said, no. I said, I said to myself, I am the one who is some way. Is that why are you forcing someone? Why are you forcing someone to say something that is not true? I accept. I actually accepted it. Yeah. But every time I went home, every time this person gives me a, a new, and every time a new story comes that, or oh, perhaps this is what you are saying. This is what this. Every, every time I get, I get home and I get into my closet, the Holy Spirit will tell me that, oh, you've been lied to. It's not true. Go again. Go, 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 go. It's almost like, go, 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 go and get the truth. Then I'll go. When I go, new story. It continued and continued for six weeks. Then one day, the person gave in. Look, I was scared. I was frightened. I mean, I was frightened. I was frightened so much that I overreacted. Yeah, because I was scared. Liars, they're dangerous people. Don't lie. If you have the Holy Spirit, don't lie. Don't tell lies. Don't tell lies. If you don't want to say the truth, don't say anything. Then be quiet. Say, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Don't say anything, but don't lie. Don't lie. Don't tell lies. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do not tell lies. Rather, rather choose not to say anything. Choose to be quiet. Make noises. Even make noises. Make noise that don't mean anything. Because if you say, mm, it means yes. You say, mm, it means no. So don't, don't make noises that can be interpreted. Just be like, mm, 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 mm. Yes. Or don't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah, but don't lie. Don't lie. Don't be comfortable in lies. Don't keep lying. And deceiving. 
It's one of the names of the devil. He's a liar and a deceiver. A liar is a deceiver. A liar wants you to think that I'm six foot tall. Meanwhile, he's a dwarf. Yes. And don't bring lies. Don't bring lies into Christianity. You see, don't mix the two. Don't come and act like you have prayed and you are in the spirit. When you just finish masturbating or watching pornography, is it the Holy? Is the Holy Spirit there? Is he your assistant in that activity? You come, you come around and you are walking like, like, like. I mean, like you've just come from. I mean, it's like you've been with God since. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's deception. You are deceiving. You are deceiving yourself. You, you might as well join film stars. Because film stars is acting. I'm not saying they are liars. It's acting. Yes, it's acting. I'm not acting now. Sometimes we have film stars. They have actors who are priests. People who act as like pastors. They are, they are acting. I am not acting now. That's the difference I'm trying to point to. I am not acting. Maybe you can have film stars. They will have like a choir that is singing. They are acting. We had film stars one day. I wanted someone to sing. They called who? What? Annie, isn't it? Annie came to sing. She's not a choir. She came to sing. She is, but she was acting. When she is singing, she's not acting. That's why you've never seen her singing when it is real. Because this one is not acting. That one was acting. You see, when you are acting, act. Act well. <laughs> no, I enjoy the film stars today. These days, I really enjoy them. Yeah, one of these days, I'll make a, an altar call for you people to, for people to join you. Yeah, but I really enjoy your standard of acting and quality of your production is very high. Yeah. I mean, I'll actually pay to watch you. I'll pay to watch you. Yeah, I'll pay. Yeah. If I'm coming to church, if I'm coming to church and I'm told that today the film stars are on, so I need to pay 20 pounds at the door, I'll pay 20 pounds and come in. Yeah. yeah. And I am not acting. I am serious. I thought of the amount before I said it. I'm not acting. If I'm asked for 20 pounds, well, these people are here. I'll, I'll, I'll give them say, oh, yes, they are good. I'd like to go and I'd like to go and see them. Yeah. But October is for the choir, so don't go to film stars. Go to the choir, okay? Spirit of truth. Teach you, guide you into what? You teach you teach you the truth. To the truth on tithing, truth on giving, truth on honoring. The truth on honor. It's like it's like it's a real thing to honor. When you honor when you honor, you engage a power that you don't engage when you don't honor. Yes. When you don't, what is it? when you don't honor your parents, there's a certain power that you never release into your life. But that power is there. It's like ice cubes in your freezer that you never use, but it's there, but you never use. It's frozen. 
there are powers that are frozen. There are like potential power that is frozen. But because you don't, you don't have taken the key of honoring to unlock that power into your life. You are just there. You are just there. Children who don't honor are different from children who honor. Churches who don't honor are different from churches who honor. People who don't honor, they are different from people who honor. They are totally different. Totally different. You see, you, 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 can, you can go into a family. You see, one of the child, children, one of the children is very respectful. That was the parent. Respectful, submissive. Watch that child's life to the one who doesn't appear disrespectful but answers back. Debates. Argues. Has a fight. I mean, can even, can even, can even take his father by the tie. Yes. There are children like that. Watch that life too. Watch that. Watch the two lives. Watch the two lives and understand power. Understand power. You see that there's a power at work. There's a power. There's a power. There's a power favoring this child and there's a power favoring this not favoring this child. There's a power. And watch, watch, watch the church member who is like a sheep, who flows, who believes, who trusts, who does. And watch the one who doesn't appear like I'm not in the flow because he's around every Sunday. But won't flow. Will answer back. Won't answer back directly. Will answer back behind the scenes. It's called memory. It's called memory. Watch his life as well. Yeah. You see, there's a certain grace that is absent. There's a certain grace. The only, the only thing a person can rejoice about is his salary. Nothing extra. Nothing extra. Watch his grades at school. The only thing you can say was that I really studied. <laughs> you dare not not study. But you see others who haven't studied as much. But there's a power. There's a power that is helping them and guiding them. That's I will never stop anybody from going to church on a Sunday. I'll tell every Sunday, go to church every Sunday. If you have to travel 20 hours to go to church, go to church. Which God do you serve? Bring your God, I'll bring my God. Which God are you following? If it takes you 24 hours to get to church, for God, 24 hours to get to church, go and come. You'll see God. You'll see God. You'll see him. God will favor you. All of you have been counted. God will favor you. God will help you greatly. Greatly. You'll see that your effort you've put into things is a small fraction of results that you'll get. you see how God will favor you. you see how God will bless you. you see how God... You don't believe what I'm saying? Yes. You see how God will lift you up. The Holy Spirit. Truth. Is it truth we are talking about? Truth. Guide you. He will lead you. Into truth. How many of you are going to cooperate with the Holy Spirit? You're going to cooperate with him. Cooperate very well with him. Very, very well. When he says stop, can you stop? What about when he says go? Will you go? When he says move, those are the people with convictions. When he says missions, let nothing stop you. 
Let nothing stop you. Not even marriage. Let nothing stop you. Say, look, it is God. It is God. It is God. Wow. Father, may we have men and women with conviction. Men and women with conviction. Otherwise, you meet people. Nobody has a conviction. Everybody is a flatliner. Do you know flatliners? Have you watched the movie Flatliners? You haven't watched? Okay. It's scary, so I don't know that you like to watch it. <laughs> Flatline, flatlines. Flatlines is when something is unresponsive. They have flatline. So when you have when you have shepherds, pastors, leaders who are flatliners, they don't respond to anything. Nothing is urgent. Nothing is important. It's like nothing needs strength to tackle. They are all flatliners. Flatliners. I don't know what you call that machine in the hospital that beeps, you see. It's called what? ECG. ECG. That's not the. You see the lines. Yeah. So when it goes flatline, you see flatline straight, and the person is dead. Or unresponsive. Yeah. Flatline. So we have flatline Christians. Unresponsive. They don't respond to anything. And then the people who are not flatliners now, they look like zealots. They look strange. They look like they are always talking. On the group chat the other day, someone was asking me that, oh, we haven't heard from you um, the whole week. I said, you haven't heard from me the whole week. I should just be talking. Yeah, it's like, I like talking. I should come and talk. I said, no, I respect myself. <laughs> I respect myself. That's why I've been quiet. I have to be quiet for a while. After you, as soon as you see me, you, 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 not even, you not even take what I'm saying serious anymore. Yes. There are some flatliners. May you never be flatliners. Yes. Flatliners. Unresponsive. Unresponsive. In a coma. Dead. People who are in a coma, they only respond to pain. That the only the only time we can get your attention to pray, God can get your attention to pray. Oh, Holy Spirit! Is that something bad has happened? Then you respond. That's why. That's why you, you start hearing from them. Oh, the Holy Spirit says this that because they are they are going through a difficult patch. So now the Holy Spirit is saying that leave the church, or the Holy Spirit is now saying that pray, or the Holy Spirit is now saying that fast because something bad is happening. Yeah. But otherwise, you have more time for computer games than for prayer. Yes. You don't pray. You play. No prayer. No reading of Bible. No reading, nothing. Yeah. How will you how will you become a responsive, alive person to the Holy Spirit? You'll be a flatliner. Dead. You only complain and member, memory, complaining, memory, complaining. It's time to close, isn't it? I've done all my seven principles of the Holy Spirit. God bless you for being patient enough 
to listen to the angel. Yeah. Next time you invite people to church, please tell them that this church, we don't walk out of the service, okay? We find it very rude. So tell your guests nicely, tell them nicely that the service will by all means end. The pastor, he likes his house. He really likes to go home. So by all means, he will stop talking. So always tell, no, always tell them, always tell them that they should stay till the end. There is rudeness to walk out of places. Even when you're watching football and your team is losing, you don't, you don't, you don't walk out. You still to the 95th minute so that they will equalize and they might win. Even when you are insulting them, you're insulting them, you go and take a, a can of Coke, then you come back to the television. You have hope. Yes. So, please, your guests, okay, your new people, train them the way you've been trained. Okay, tell them that we don't, we don't walk around like that. How many of you are going to cooperate with the Holy Spirit? Wow, the Holy Spirit will help you. He will really help you. I tell you, we need him. I need him. I need him. I don't know what I'll be like without the Holy Spirit. I don't know what my life will be like, what my Christianity will be like actually without the Holy Spirit. Both in times when he's encouraging and then when he's rebuking. Because there are times that he will correct. Sometimes we miss the Holy Spirit because we don't like correction. Flatliners. When he gets to correction, you become a flatline. Unresponsive. 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 No response. Wow. Are you going to be responsive? Very responsive. Very sensitive. Very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Very, very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Very, very sensitive. Extremely sensitive. Know him. When he's talking, know him. If you're not sure, ask him. Is it you? He will repeat. He will repeat. He will repeat himself. He will repeat himself. He will repeat himself. He will repeat himself. He will. He will. He will. If you think God doesn't give conviction, he gives convictions. There are people that have, have experienced have had grave experiences with them. And sometimes I forget. I remember one person said, I forgot. And I was about to reach out to the person that came to come. And then the Holy Spirit reminded me. That person, I've had that experience about twice. It's almost like, don't do it. Don't do it. This person hasn't changed. Don't do it. Yeah. And with time, it's all been proven that the person hasn't changed. Because in my human nature, sometimes in our human nature, we feel we are kinder than God. And more merciful. Yeah. But to take my phone. Remember this thing. Remember, 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 remember. There is no change. It's almost, it's almost like wait. When the person is ready, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell that this person is ready. If they will ever be ready. He said, no, no, the person hasn't changed. He said, there's no change, no change at all. No, even try it. Don't try it and embarrass yourself. I was going to tell you another story, but I can tell you that story. So let's stand to our feet so that we can.
I think today you can pray for the Holy Spirit, isn't it? So pray for the Holy Spirit for two minutes. For two minutes, ask God for the Holy Spirit. Pray and talk to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, please, please come alive in my life. Please come alive. Please come alive and real. Be real. Be real. Come real in my life. Become real to me. Pray. Everybody speaking and praying. Don't pray in your head. Speak. Talk. For two minutes. We are praying for two minutes. For the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Look at me, everybody. Do you know one of the signs of people who have the Holy Spirit is their ability to forgive? Yeah. They, they let go things. Instead of quenching the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that quench not the Spirit. They have a certain ability to forgive. Not to hold on to a grudge or a bad experience. Because they are full of the Holy Spirit. The fruits of the Holy Spirit is, is patience. Um, not, 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 it's love, which means not bearing record of evil. Yeah. I want you to pray. I feel we should pray on this one. That Lord help me to forgive. Because you see, unforgiveness, unforgiveness introduces evil spirits into your life. If someone who is full of the spirit, one of the things you will notice about them is, is sometimes you have to remind them of some things. Because they easily, they easily forget because they let go of things very easily. So you, if you're not careful, you have to remind the person that, don't, don't you know that uh, this is like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's okay. It's okay. You know, be anything. It's okay. It's okay. It's not a problem. But someone without the Holy Spirit, 
forever till we die till we die always always recounting negative and bad experience how many of you have been hurt before but you have to be healed you have to be healed before it turns into a demon in your life you have to be healed so I want us to pray for the Holy Spirit to help us to heal to help us to heal so that God can use you because also God can't use you if you have that demon and that thing in you God can't use you God can even bring new things into your life I want us to pray for the Holy Spirit for healing just for one minute close your eyes and pray about it healing 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 forgiveness forgiveness healing healing that by the power of God by the power of the Holy Spirit you will let go let go let go let go let it 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 go let go be healed be healed be healed be strong be strengthened strength strength be healed be healed healed thank you father father we thank you today thank you for your word thank you for your precious holy spirit that you give to us freely today lord we are ready to cooperate with the holy spirit lord help us to walk with him to have a meaningful walk with him and a meaningful journey that our christian life will be fruitful and meaningful Take us to higher heights, Lord. Take us to great lengths, oh God. May we fulfill your call. May we fulfill your purpose. May we fulfill everything you intended for us to have and to fulfill. May it be fulfilled in our lives. Thank you, Father, for your great blessing and your great mercy. In Jesus' name. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, Today somebody invited you to church You're here maybe for your first time Second, third You've been going to church But deep in your heart You have no relationship with God You're not born again You're not saved You're not sure Where you will spend eternity Whether it be heaven or hell That's what I'm talking about at this time Heaven or hell For you to choose heaven or hell I pray you will choose heaven today by the help of the Holy Spirit. Today you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want a relationship with God. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want my sins to be forgiven. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. If you're here like that, you'll say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my life. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Very quickly, just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. 
I can see the hand there. God bless you. I can see those hands. Lift up high. God bless you. I need Jesus in my life. As long as you feel, should I lift up my hand? It means yes. Just lift up your hand. If the Holy Spirit is your first encounter and your first experience with the Holy Spirit to give your life to Jesus. Yes. Yes. It's a yes for you. It's a yes. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Keep it up. Keep your hand up. Don't put it down. Keep it up. Yes. Yes, I need Jesus. Yes, I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Yes, I want my sins to be forgiven. Yes, I want to go to heaven. Yes, I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I need to do one more thing. One more thing. You lift up your hand. One more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Yes, you with your hand up. Come. Come to the front. Come to me. Come here. Come out of your seats and come here. Won't be there to enjoy the view. Come on, let's sing it. Yes. I think heaven will be alright. Come on. Just as long as you're there. Wherever you are, come all the way. As long as there is you. Come. You're coming to Jesus. You want to give your life to I'm Jesus. I'm not Come. thinking about those signs. Your soul no, is important. No, no. Come. Won't be there to enjoy the view. Yes. Thank you, Lord. I think heaven will be alright. I think heaven is going to be alright. Just right. as long as you're there. As long as you're all there. As long as there is you. Come to Jesus. Oh, I'm not thinking about the signs. Yes. No, no. Maybe you are the type that it takes longer to make a decision. That's why we are singing. A few more moments. A few more moments. Then it's over. So come now. As long as there is singing only because of you. Come to Jesus. Come out of your seat. Make that walk. I would give my life to Jesus today. There were no streets of gold. Come on, sing it. If there never was another world, oh no, or a land where we won't grow old, oh, I'm not thinking about the sights, no, 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 won't be there to enjoy the view. Yes, Lord. I think heaven will be alright. I also think heaven is gonna Just be alright. Just as long as you're there. As long as there is you I'm not thinking about the sights No, no, no Won't be there to enjoy the view I'll be looking out for my friends I think heaven will be alright Just as long as you're there As long as there is you One more Come to Jesus As long as you're there it's your turn today. As long as you're it's your there. time today. It's your as chance long as today. You're there. It's your opportunity today. As long as you're there. Come to Jesus. Come. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. Close your eyes with me. Bow your heads. All of you in front, please say this prayer after me and with me. And church, help us to say this prayer. Say it out loudly. Say, Heavenly Father. Thank you for today. Thank you for today. And thank you for Jesus Christ. Now say, say, I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me and rose up on the third day. I believe Jesus shed his blood for my sins. 
Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please wash my sins away with the blood of Jesus. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Please be the Lord of my life. Say, from today, I will obey you. I'll follow you. I'll live for you. Say, Heavenly Father, please help me. Please give me the Holy Spirit to help me live a holy life, live a pure life, live a life that will be pleasing to you. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Now say, Thank you, Father. For Jesus Say thank you Father For accepting me And for making me a child of yours In Jesus name In Jesus name Amen Father I pray May they be blessed May they be established And may they enjoy this new life in you In Jesus name Amen Do we have books for them? I'm not thinking about the signs. I'm not thinking about the signs. Oh, no, I won't be there to enjoy the view. Mm. I think heaven will be alright, alright, alright. As long as you're there. As long as you are there. As long as there is you. As long as there is you. I'm not thinking about the signs. No, no, no. Won't be there. To enjoy the view I think heaven will be alright It's gonna be alright Just as long as you're there As long as you are there As long as there is you As long as you're there 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 You gotta make it As long as you're there Make it as long as you're there. You've got to make it as long as you're there. You're making it to heaven. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. I wanna see you there. I'm gonna see you there. You gotta make it there. You will make it there. I wanna see you there. I'm gonna see you there. We'll be praising there. We'll be praising. Enjoy it there. Enjoy it heaven. I gotta see you. I gotta I'll see, see you. you. As long as you're you. there. fruitful in your kingdom in Jesus name amen God bless you I feel like shaking your hands I feel like shaking your hands congratulations heaven will be alright you're going to be there God bless you you made it oh, that's my friend God bless you God bless you you made it you made it something great has happened in your life today you made it you made it Jermaine Wow, God bless you. What's your name? Naomi. You made it, Naomi. God bless you. Made it. I like your your hair. What's your name? Gideon. Wow, you're a mighty man. Wow. God bless you. You made it. You made it, girl. You made it. You 
made it. You Congratulations. You made it. Well done. As long as you are there, God bless you. God bless you. Please go back to your seats. Come for them. You made it. 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 Are you not excited? You made it. 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 Dancing stars, you don't look happy. You made it. You made it. You made it. You made it. You made it there. You made it, you made it, you made it, you made it. October is your month. You shall see miracles. You shall see blessings. You shall see promotions. There shall be a lot of testimonies from the greater love in this month of October. Your testimonies shall be great. They shall be miraculous. They shall be divine. They will be supernatural. They will be mighty. They will be wonderful. Your testimonies shall bring you peace. I see God answering your prayers. Ah, as long as you're there. As long as you're there. You gotta make it there. As long as you're there. As long as you're there, as long as you're there, as long as you're there, I'm not thinking about the sights. Won't be there to enjoy the view. I think heaven will be alright. Just as long as you're there. As long as there is you, as long as there is you, as long as you're there, as long as you're there, as long as you're there, you're going to be there. As long as you're there, you're going to make it. You're gonna be there. You will walk there. You're gonna walk there. You sway on the golden streets. Come on, you're gonna make it there. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're there, you're gonna be there. As long as you're there. As long as you're there, you're gonna make it. There. I see you walking in heaven. I can see you there. I see you receiving crowns. I can see you there. I see you faithful to I the end. I can see you there. Oh. I can see you there. I can see you there. I can see you there. I see you there. I can see you there. You're gonna be there. You're gonna be there. You will be there. You will you be will. there. You're gonna be there. I see you there. I can see you there. You'll be happy there. You'll be happy there. Happy in heaven. You'll be happy there. I can see you there. You're gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking about the sights. 
And I won't be there to enjoy the view I know heaven will be alright As long as you're there As long as there is you I'm not thinking about the sights The golden streets won't be there to enjoy the view Hear the angels singing I think heaven will be alright, 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 alright As long as you're there I'm not thinking about the sights Won't be there to enjoy the view I think heaven will be alright Just as long as you're there, you're there, you're there, you're there And you, 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 and you You gotta be there You're gonna make it there You'll be happy there You'll be singing there You'll be dancing there You'll be shouting there You'll be jumping there You'll be praising there Loving Jesus there You got to be there You've got to be there You've got to be there You've got to be there Say I've got to be there I've got to be there I'm gonna be there I'm gonna be there I'm gonna be there Gonna make it there Gonna make it there Gonna make it there I'll see Jesus there I'll see Jesus there I'll see Jesus there I'll see Jesus there I'll be singing there I'll be dancing there I'll be happy there I'm gonna be there yeah. I've got to be there 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 You've got to be there I'm gonna be there You've got to be there I'm gonna be there You've got to be there You've got to be there. You've got to be there. You've got to be there. In heaven, you gotta be there. You've got to be there. You've got to be there. You've got to be there. Manny B, you got to be there. You've got to be there. You'll be dancing there. You've got to be there. You got to be there. <laughs> you got to be there. Yeah. We'll do shaku there. Help me shaku there. Help me shaku there. There'll be first love there. We'll be first love there. We'll be first love there. We're gonna see first love there. We've got to be there. We're gonna make it there. We're gonna make it there. Father, thank you for the blessing to receive the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus.
Thank you, O oh God, for peace that settles on your people. Where there's trouble, where there's disturbance, where there's discomfort, where there's unrest, I command by the blood of Jesus peace to enter into that terrain, peace to enter into that life, peace to enter into that family, peace to enter into that home. Peace to enter into that career. Peace to enter into that body. Let there be peace in your people, Lord. Whatever could not disturb Christ. Storms could not disturb him. Waves could not disturb him. Rain could not disturb him. Devils could not disturb him, Lord. Therefore, I declare, by the eating of the body of Christ and the drinking of his blood, None of such things shall disturb us. We shall walk in peace. We shall walk on waters. We shall walk on storms. We shall walk over stormy situations, Lord. We shall overcome every unrest in our lives, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. And thank you for miracles. Thank you that the enemy is stayed and stopped from our lives. In Jesus name I bless every bread And I sanctify Every drink here And declare it's the body of Christ And the blood of Christ The body of Jesus The body of Jesus Christ Eat it blood of Jesus drink all of it Father thank you for peace lift up your two hands thank you for the peace of healing the peace of the influence of the Holy Spirit the peace of success the peace of wealth the peace of prosperity the peace of good excellent grace the peace of academic excellence the peace of marital blessings and marital flourishing and marital success Lord let every marriage here receive peace thank you Lord for your peace that passeth all understanding I declare it is our portion today in Jesus name Amen you are healed you are blessed and you are promoted you will not hear of any negative news this week you will not hear of any bad news this month you will not hear of any wicked evil information this year your life is blessed your life is blessed your life is blessed you shall rejoice you shall be glad you shall sleep peacefully you shall wake up peacefully every result you are expecting shall be good results it will be good results it will be good results every test exam 
interview anything that you are expecting a result the results shall be good receive that blessing receive that blessing receive that blessing all shall be well with you this month this year this week everything about you shall be good in Jesus name every witchcraft power is broken in your life ah 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 that power loses control over your life loses control over your soul loses control over your will loses control over your mind in Jesus name every evil power is broken from off your life in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name it is done you are free whatever has been controlling you loses their control over you today they will no longer control you you are free I proclaim your liberty I declare that you are free you are free from captivity you are free from bondage you are free from submission to evil I declare you free today in Jesus name be free be free be free in Jesus name put your hands together for Jesus that's a very weak hand clap strength into your hand clap strength God bless you. Take your seats. How many of you believe God has done something special in your life? I also believe it. Something great has been accomplished. Something great. Something great. Something great. Great and powerful. You are going to do great things for God. You do hear this message over and over and over again. To cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Move with Him. Flow with Him. Move with Him. Flow with Him. Flow with Him. Anytime you obey the Holy Spirit, you enter into a miracle and a blessing. You see yourself walking in places and realms higher than you've ever imagined. Higher. You see what they are going to do Common sense will never teach you to do it It can only be the spirit of God Walk with them You walk into great We hope that you've been blessed by this message For more information Follow us on social media Search for First Love Church London On Facebook and Youtube And First Love UK on Twitter And on Instagram Have a blessed week It's real.